true comes to the light, that his deeds will be clearly seen, that his deeds may this have been wrought in God. Very powerful. That is, this have been wrought in God. Meaning that he, the things he did were, were done within the ambience of God. The purpose for the things he does or he has done was driven by his passion for God, to please God. Are you aware that part of the institution that was crystallized in your soul when you were created is that you have no passion for yourself. You have no passion for anything. Your passion was specifically supposed to be towards God. Let me explain further. Your appetite to eat food, your desire for good things, all the cravings that has finally become, have been turned towards ourselves was not supposed to be sold from the beginning. Your cravings, your passions, your appetite, even to eat food, your longing for things were actually crystallized to be longing for God. But something happened when Adam sinned, one of the corruptions that entered his system was that those that his cravings was attacked and it was not channeled towards things that are immaterial, things that cannot give life. So part of what happens to you when you need to grow in the spirit that God will begin to take hold of your appetite, your craving, so that your, your longing now will not be for things of this world, but your longing will be for God. And that's why David said, like the deer that yearns for running sin, so my soul yearns for you. You need to know how a deer yearns for running stream. In the desert, where there's no water, you see this animal, he can yearn for water for, for weeks. And he's not just looking for water. He brings out his tongue and begins to pant. Like, you know, someone who is, uh, you know, the kind of noise that someone who is dying, you know, exhibits. <sighs> With the tongue. The tongue has ability to pick the direction where the water is. And he can move that way, you know, in the desert for weeks before he will not locate water. So David knows that that's how the year the, the deer yearns for running stream. And he's not comparing that his yearning for God is like that of the deer. So every day he's searching for God's presence. Every time. You know what I said? I was happy because I heard him say, let us go to God's house. So when that becomes your reality, your appetite, your cravings will be the percentage of your, your desire for God will so increase. Your appetite for things here will be there, but it will not be so much any longer. But when your appetite for things down here is stronger than God, it's a red light. It's a red light. It's one thing to be baptized. It's one thing to be in the church. It's another thing for you to be receiving communion. But the transformation, which is the ultimate you know, will of the Father, must be crystallized your soul. And as you make progress in that transformation, you will come, you must pass through this dimension where your appetites, your cravings are hijacked by the Holy Spirit and then it will be for God. Everything will be for God. That's why, you know, Jesus is saying here that it may be clearly seen that his deeds have been wrought in God. 
what is driving this man is God. Why he's doing what he's doing is God. If he's not God, his appetite for that thing will die off. Very important. And it's like when we come to this dimension that the Holy Spirit will manifest his glory. You can see what happened in the first reading. How the high priests and the Sadducees rose with filled with jealousy, arrested the apostles, and went and locked them up in the common prison. Oh, I love the supernatural. Hmm? Amen. Amen. I love the supernatural. I love the supernatural. No. When they locked them there and they were in the prison, the angel of the Lord came there. The ministry angels. They are with us always. After about that severally. It's part of the growth that you that you also achieve. As you grow in the spirit, you need to be aware of the unseen personalities who are always with you. You will know. I've told you before, I have three angels. I'm aware of them. I know they are fortunate in my life. I've told you before. The Lord said, if you need to grow, a time will come, you'll be aware. And once they are working in your life, in your work with God, you know. And you live by their principles. They bring to you God's orders and ordinances. So I'm sure Peter himself was aware of his angel. How can they lock you here? He woke him up and said, go, go back and continue what? is the word he used there. He said, he spoke to the people in all the words of this life. It was well classified. This life. There's a kind of life we have. Different from the normal human life. That life cannot be subdued by darkness. That life cannot be subdued by sickness. That life cannot be subdued by violence. There's something supernatural that coats this life. That even though you are seeing the human form, there's something supernatural about this flesh. But if all this is realized as you grow, if you don't grow, it will come. If you don't power for God, it will come. So it can't be on the level one. And they're expecting things of level six to happen in your life. No. That's just the iron of it. It's like a baby who is trying to drive a car. No way. Grow up when you are 18, 20. You can go and get a license and you can cruise the car. If you don't grow, no, what will happen? Go and preach to the people about this life. Peter passed through the door, right? He passed through the door and went. Now, when they came to church, the doors were still locked. That is the supernatural. It's real. It's real. He passed through the door. The door was locked. How did Peter pass through the door, for goodness sake? The angel did not go opening the door. He just passed, and the door was still locked. Why did his bones not touch the rules of the door? Has his body and his tummy, all of them, become something else? When this life is in you, the impossibilities become possible. It's real. It's real. We must learn to understand that life and key into it. It is something that you have to do deliberately, consciously. There must be an effort to come into this realm every day, every day. You know? So Satan don't give what is precious to dogs. If you don't desire it, if you don't value it, it will not come to you. Even though you're a Christian, 
The seed is inside you, but it will not grow. There's a life we carry. You're not just an ordinary human being. Stop looking at yourself that way. I'm not a fan. The more you look at yourself as just a mere ordinary human being without this consciousness as a Christian, you are actually violating a law of divinity. Where Jesus says, a house divided against itself. What happens? So that's why many Christians cannot stand. Because where God has taken them to, they are refusing to live that life. So they dwell on the, on the lower basis. And they insist to be there. And they are praying to God. Can you imagine? You are, you are firing your car to move. You are still marching break. Eh? You are firing a marching break. That is what is the life of many Christians. That car will blow up over time. If you want to move, then remove your life from a, from a break. You are not believing the supernatural. You are not believing God what he has told you. Then you see want to see those things in your life. No. Our life is different. There's something we wear in this body now that is, that is different. Paul writes to Timothy says that God has given us this life and immortality. The, the, the maturity of that life is immortality. Do you know what it means? That death cannot hold you down again. Even when your time comes, you don't die, you sleep in the Lord. Your, your grave, your body still retains some dominion over death. This is the real Christianity. Not just dancing in the church, not just saying, I belong to this place. No, 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 no. You must come to this land. You see, the angel was very specific. Go back and come to teach you to eh, this life, this life. This life is so powerful. If you strike God with this, you have done the will of God. All this other effort, I want to please God in this area, I want to, that one is secondary. This is the real thing. And that's what Jesus said. The Bible says, when he appears and we shall see him, we shall be like him. We shall be like him. You look at him, you look at yourself, you say, what? It's the prayer we made in the Bible today. That we may have his glory. We must not lose sight of this. If you lose sight of this, then a lot can happen in your life. Be conscious of the life you carry. Be conscious of it. That life will pain you. You can't live anyhow. Okay, Christians who tell you, no, you can just live your life if God understands. They are, they are, they are not connected yet. They are not yet in Christ. It's only those who are in Christ, who live by this life, who are new creatures. Who are many Christians, but not many new creatures. And God is looking for you and I to step into this life. Every day. Why are you receiving the Kuno? The Kuno is actually for that new creature. God said it. Because many of you don't understand the worth of this. That's why you are weak, you are sick, you will die anyhow. But if you know the worth, you'll not be weak. When weakness invades you, a supernatural strength wears up inside of you. When this life is in you, when sickness comes, not that you will be sick, but when it comes, his purpose will not be achieved. You will resist the sickness with drugs and this life, and it will not bring you down. That's what he's saying. Death cannot just come and whiz you away. No, 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 no. You have legality of existence. That means your being on this earth is legal. You is legal. No force can just evict you like that. No arsenal can just take you away. No strength can just kill you. No. 
You cannot be exposed to that kind of thing. You can't just go that, that way. No. The invisible personalities will keep you here. They will preserve you. Even though you pass through the valleys or the shadows of death, you fear no evil because the Lord is there. With his crook and with his staff, he will comfort you. This should be our consciousness. So I come to go about some day, I go about to make that. And remember this is a thank you, Jesus. Now thank you because you are aware, you are conscious of realities. That's why we are receiving this communion. And if you are receiving it, this communion will tame you. Before you receive the communion, before you receive this life, you are a mad dog. You are back at anything that happens around you. Vexation spirit is ruling you. You eat anything, talk anyhow, go to any place. You are a free range person. But when this life enters you, your life is cordoned. You are restricted. Self-restraint becomes your new nature. If they slap you here, you will be one. Then you walk away. Then the jealousy of God will fight for you. This is what we are talking about here. And Jesus is waiting for us. He said, I put a fire on earth. And I wish, I wish it's already burning. He checked me. He said, Dean, your fire is there, but it's not burning enough. Increase the velocity, increase the, 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 the frequency. That will make it to be restricted. To seeking more and more. So at this mass, we will open ourselves to the Lord. <coughs> Who is wishing that the fire has increased in our hearts with God? If we cooperate with him, then we will take the steps he demands of us. It's not about our life, it's about him. It's about him. That is heartbeat every day. Some days during mass, he'll come and stand here and be watching all of us. It's like during communion. As my car passes, he just look at everyone. There are some people you'll see, his heart, his face will glow. There are some you'll see, his face will be a little bit sad. He stands here. And he watches. He verses his church because his blood is at stake here. We can't afford to frustrate him. We can't afford to make him sad again. We can't afford to you know, discredit his work. Not possible. We must make him proud. We must tell him that we know what he has done. We must tell him that what he has done will never be a waste, especially in our own lives. And then when you grow up in it also, you can be a blessing by bringing that same life to others and say others too. May you also become what? Partakers of it. So this is what drives us. May his blessings, may his peace abide with us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.